A look behind closed doors, an ear for disregarded topics, a voice for the quiet ones. Up next on Ara City Radio, Francisca explores local matters. Hi, Francisca. Hello, Simon. So I guess from that uh, theme tune there, it's uh, time for local matters. Yes, I think so. Okay. Um, with, with you and me, yeah? With you and me. That's it today. We have a, a maybe an unconventional local matters today. And why not? So we're going to talk about the uh, municipal elections that are due to take place on the 11th of June. That's it. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. On local matters, we... This week, this week we start talking about the elections a bit more in depth and about the party's ideas on how to improve the life in Luxembourg City. So we've invited the main candidates of those parties that have seats in the municipal council. Most have answered by now and we start presenting their proposals tomorrow. Today, however, we have more essential information. So not everyone has in-depth information about local politics. So we start with the basics. Right. So that's going to uh, sort of encompass things like uh, how our vote impacts uh, events and who are the parties and basically what are we voting for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So with our little cross on the voting sheet, we distribute seats in the municipal council in a direct vote. We don't vote for parties, we vote for candidates directly. Every voter has as many votes as there are seats in the municipal council. So the city of Luxembourg has 27 seats. So do you live in the city of Luxembourg, Simon? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Then you have 27 votes. Mm-hmm. 27 little crosses, Mm -hmm. and the candidate with the highest number of votes becomes mayor. Smaller communes have less seats, less votes, less crosses, and the the parties that have the most seats in the municipal council have more influence on decisions when the council votes for or against construction projects or local regulations of any kind. I see. Mm, So the proposals for these regulations are drafted by a second council, be careful, that is the College of Elder Men. And I think in in English that sounds like um, there are these wise old people with older men, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but not wise. Like they sit in a circle of stones and with... Yes. ropes and stuff. Well, that's not it. A room full of Gandalf. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. That's not it. Uh, This... Alderman College is equivalent to the government on national level, actually, and you don't vote it directly. The members of the College of Aldermen are proposed by the newly voted city council, and they they proposed regulations and projects and draft all these these projects that are are or are not done on local level. Mm-hmm. So the city of Luxembourg has six aldermen plus the mayor, and again, smaller communes have less. Right, yep, I get that. So um, how is how is the distribution of seats in Luxembourg City? Because, um, for example, it seems like Lily Polfer has been mayor for eternity. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, she has. Well, with an interruption. Uh, we yes. can't do that. The Democratic 
party DP, they have nine seats in the city council, more than any other party. And if the municipal council, for instance, votes on a building project, the DP can influence those vote more than any other party because they have more seats available. Yeah. Liddy Polfer was mayor already from 1982 until 1999. She then took a journey into national and European politics, yep. but found her way back to local politics and to the mayor's seat 10 years later. So since 2013, she's mayor again. Yep. Since the last election 2017, the Luxembourg City DP is in coalition with the CSV, the Christian Social People's Party. They were quite successful in the last elections, gained two seats and now have seven. The two parties built the governing coalition in Luxembourg City. Together they have 16 seats, which is the majority in the 29-seat council. Yep, I get that. Yep. Mm -hmm. All the other parties, you get that too, are in opposition. Sure. The Green Party, Des Grang, have five seats. The Luxembourg Socialist Workers Party, LSAP, they have three. The Left Party, Des Lang, have two. And the Right Wing Alternative Reform Party, the ADR, ADR, have one seat. Cool. Okay, so that's a lot of parties uh, mentioned there. So can we have a, a look at those? Like the DP and the Greens are the governing parties on a uh, national level. Uh, however, not all the parties... Are that famous, I guess, or are that known? Um, so, yeah, can we sort of focus on the uh, current proposals in the interviews that you do? Will you be doing that um, uh, for, for local matters? And um, what about their general identity? Um, I know something that myself and when I've been speaking to other English people in Luxembourg, um, there's a general... Um, un people are just unsure about what each individual party stands for. So will you be shedding light on that? Yes, that's what we do now. Well, good. <laughs> Uh, let's start with the DP, maybe. Yeah, why not? So on local level, the DP is the one that again and again raises this question of security in the Gare district and in Bonvoie. Um, and they keep this discussion fire very hot, proposing and banning p private security firms, local police. And recently also they proposed the ban of begging. Yeah. That's all the DP, the Democratic Party. In general, however, the DP's main discourse is about economy. The DP is a liberal party. So in the European Parliament, they are part of the Renew Europe group and the Alliance of Liberals and Democrats together with Germany's FDP yep. and Spain's Ciudadanos. And um, Ireland's Fianna Fáil is in there too. Sure. And Belgium's Open VLD. So the DP is one of the two governing parties in Luxembourg. Yep. Xavier Bettel is DP, as well as the ministers Corinne Kahn for integration, Yuriko Bakis for finance, Lex Dallas as tourism minister, and Claude Meisch for education. Ah, and Mark Hansen is the minister for digitalization. Wow, okay. So in many countries, the liberals are like small parties, not in government, sometimes not even in parliament. Uh, I'm thinking about Germany here or France or Italy. Uh, has the DP always been like this strong in Luxembourg? Surprisingly, yes. Hmm. Yes. So the DP was founded after the Second World War in 1955 and has since always been a serious um, contender for the government, yep. together with the CSV and the LSAP. Those have been the strongest forces. Okay, so let's um, go on with them. Um, 
What about the CSV? Uh, Jean-Claude Juncker is CSV, isn't he? Yeah, mm -hmm. yes, he is. He's the most prominent member, I'd say. Yeah. For those who remember the 40s, I don't know if we have anyone among her, our listeners. Who's, uh, not even me. Yeah, true, true. And maybe those who could remember them, I've already lost their, um, their, how do you say that, their souvenirs. Well... <laughs> <laughs> their memory. Yes. Well, um, however, they might remember Josef Bech. He supported the founding of the European Union and is therefore quite prominent here in Luxembourg, mm -hmm. but I guess not for people who recently arrived. So the CSV was founded on the debris of the so-called right-wing party, the Rietzpartei. The Rietzpartei was a conservative and Catholic counterbalance to the workers and left parties of the First World War time. After the Second World War, the Rietzpartei was reorganized, renamed, rebranded and became the Christian Social People's Party. Mm -hmm. The CSV became then the strongest party in each parliamentary election until 10 years ago, with one exception in the 70s. And they advocate for the traditional values of family and of law and order yeah. and middle class friendly politics is what they do. So since 2013, with the general crisis of the large established parties, this is not the case anymore. The CSV has lost many voters in the past 10 years and are now trying to kind of rebrand yeah. again. So today the CSV say they are still the party for the middle class and lately they've also started this whole discourse on environmental topics and they acknowledge Luxembourg's mixed society. Sure. So they've had to become a little bit a, a little bit more liberal. Say. Yes. Um, which uh, I have a, a question that's uh, slightly off topic here. Um, they, they call themselves the Christian um, social um, and I wondered how much of um, that sort of Christianity Uh, plays a part. Um, obviously, some of their um, sort of ethics here, um, the middle class values and uh, uh, law and order and such like. But do you think that that's waning as, as they sort of try to sort of rebrand themselves to suit 21st century Luxembourg? That's an excellent question. So, I, yeah, well, they were founded as the Catholics, mm. the, the traditional yeah. Christian values. And I think that's still kind of Well, I think that's the core of the whole crisis of these established the parties, not only here in Luxembourg, but also in Germany and in other countries, that they have had these values. And on basis of these values, they were super successful in the past decades. And then now recently, these values kind of melted away. Yeah. And now they have also mixed up with these environmental and more modern approaches. So I, I can't really say if they stay um, loyal to their foundations of this Christianity. Perhaps, uh, uh, maybe it's to... even difficult because people are not that religious anymore. So. I was thinking particularly of like uh, the UK where, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, religious um, practice, I, I guess the, um, the relevance of it has taken a steep decline over the past, say, 20 years, two decades or so. And I just wonder whether the CSVs diluted their mm. um, sort of Christian foundation somewhat. But I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess that they, they would have had to just to embrace the sort of, to, to keep relevant. What about, the, um, what about the left counterparts, the LSAP? Um, they are in government, aren't they? 
Yes, mm -hmm. they are. The LSAP, the Luxembourg Socialist Workers' Party, is part of the government coalition. However, I understand your uh, insecurity. They are the most quiet coalition partner. Georges Engel is Minister of Sports and Work. And Jean Asselborn, the, mo the more prominent one, I'd say, is Minister for Foreign Affairs. Yes. But if people talk about the government coalition, it's always DP and Greens. So. Yes. They don't have much of uh, much space there in public attention. Yes, the LSAP is one of those three traditionally largest parties in Luxembourg, and just as the other two, they have lost many voters since the new millennium has started. Mm -hmm. Although socialist is the key word in the party's name, where we come back to your previous question, sure. Christian socialist, they, well, socialism doesn't play much of a role in there anymore. They have become quite moderate already in the 70s, 80s, though. Yeah. That's not a new development. In the 80s, the new left, there were, there were some new left parties founded, some also on the basis or as a splinter party of the LSAP. And the LSAP then have lost many voters. In 2018, in the last election, almost 18 percent was their election result. So that's the lowest result they ever had. Right. Um, and so who are the other? I really should talk into the mic, shouldn't I? Um, so who are the other uh, left wing parties? Um, we have Daylink, mm -hmm. that's a socialist party, but maybe more socialist and more left than the uh, LSAP. So Daylink in English means the left. Yes. Simple. Mm. Um, they have, since their founding in 1999, never been in government, always in the opposition. And as the left everywhere, they are against privatization and for more equal distribution of wealth. Noble. <laughs> It's left. Yes. <laughs> so that's what they still do and what they probably will continue to do. Yeah. Mm, then we have the the pirates. I was going to ask about them. They hadn't <laughs> been mentioned until now. So, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. They weren't yet under the biggest party. So sure. we'll come to them now. The pirates. So I guess that's the Gen Z of the uh, small parties. Sure. Uh, they were founded in 2009 and are in parliament though for the first time this legislative period and on local level there are some municipalities where they are in the municipal council as well and are quite well represented in Pétanche for instance. Mm -hmm. So the pirates advocate for on the one hand for the left values but, but also additionally and both all for protection of citizens' rights for data protection and they call for more transparency and governance. Yes. Noble uh, as well, you could say. I, and I will. Noble. <laughs> there you go. Who else? Uh, we have the Communist Party. Mm -hmm. That's not a small child. Yeah. Uh, the That's Communist Party was founded in the 1920s. Mm -hmm. And as well as a splinter party of the LSAP. Yeah. And the Communist Party, I don't know uh, if people, people who are in Ash might know their headquarters. It's in the city center. And they also were the strongest, have always been the strongest in the south of Luxembourg, mm -hmm. where the, well, which, which is the more workers um, region. So do they, do they stand uh, basically for the same ideals as 
the Communist Party, say, in England, you know, like workers' rights, um, you know, redistribution of wealth to everyone, that, that sort of the socialist sort of um, the, the, the core sort of communist uh, ideals, yeah? Yes, abolish mm -hmm. capitalism. Basically, yeah. Yes, yeah, like okay. overthrow the whole system stuff. Have they, uh, have they ever held power at all here, even as a, um, not, not that you know? Mm, lately, not. I think no. they have been. They had their strong uh, period as well. Seventies and eighties, mm. I would have thought, but mm. particularly the seventies. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And then we have le one left, mm -hmm. one last left small party. Uh, that's Volt. That was founded in 2018. Mm -hmm. That's this new party, Volt Europe. It's a party for European integration and citizens' rights, but uh, mm -hmm. very open towards Europe and also more on the left spectrum. But they are quite small in Luxembourg and quite small everywhere. So that, that's quite a lot of left-leaning um, parties within Luxembourg. Um, what about the right wing? How are they um, represented here? On the right side, we have, not on the bright side, <laughs> sorry, we have the Alternative Reform Party. They were founded in 1987 mm -hmm. and they advocate for the core values the, of family. They want more Luxembourgish in everywhere, basically. So less French, more Luxembourgish, more rights for Luxembourgers. So and more traditionalist uh, yes. values, yeah. Yeah. And uh, security as well is their thing. Th those are standard kind of right-wing party ideals, aren't they? Like family, Luxembourg, like um, national identities and security. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they are often at, um, actually associated with the German AfD, which mm -hmm. is also alternative um, for Germany in this case. However... Uh, the, well, which is a populist party, populist right-wing party. Mm -hmm. However, the alternative reform party, ADR, they distance themselves a bit from them and say they are more part of this group of um, conservatives, in all, which is also the case in the European Parliament, for instance. Sure, and I'm not passing sort of any, any judgment here. Um, you know, my politics are my own. But um, it seems that um, certainly in, the, say, the last... Um, decade or so, um, conservatism and the more sort of right-wing parties have fallen out of favour, haven't they? Even like the, the people that might be sort of mid-right, sort of right of centre, have aligned themselves more with left-leaning left parties. So yeah, yeah, it's, um, I'm not surprised that there's uh, many fewer uh, in Luxembourg than there are like left. Um, have we forgotten anyone? I think so. Oh, who have we forgotten? The Greens? The Greens, the yes. Greens, of course. Talk to me about the Greens. You all, you know what the Greens are, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes. But we're so, here to tell the listeners. <laughs> so the Greens are in government. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why we've forgotten them. Maybe because we went from right to left, from left to right. Mm -hmm. Well, um, yes, the Greens, they advocate for environment-friendly policy, mm -hmm. for climate protection, for biodiversity protection, and for a general inclusion of this green ecologic thought into policy making. Mm -hmm. They are part in government, which has also shown loads of effects, I'd say. We have all these subsidies for um, yeah, for 
shops or energy saving measures and sure. construction. And we have loads of campaigns for biodiversity protection. And yes, that's it. And sort of fighting the so-called greenwashing of banks and like a, a overriding concern for the planet and, yeah. and our safety on it and the sort of continuation of the planet, I guess. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, as an introduction... Uh, and from a fairly ignorant ex uh, UK person, that that's um, cleared uh, a lot up for me, and I hope it has for for our listeners. Um, I guess it's worth mentioning that um, can people still put uh, questions to you, like uh, to to put to party members? Then uh, yeah, please do get in contact. Six nine one three five three five nine nine is the number for WhatsApp, and I will pass on any uh, messages that you send or any questions that you want asked. And there's an email address which is listeners plural, listeners, at ara.lu, and and, uh, Francisca has access to those, and will obviously, um, yeah, um, ask away on your behalf. Francisca, thank you very much. Thank you, Simon. Yeah, no worries. Uh, Let's uh, move on with the day. That was Local Matters with Francisca Peschel every Tuesday to Thursday at 9.40 on Ara City Radio, 102.9, 105.2, 87.8 and in our podcast on aracityradio.com. <laughs>